0: All right. Hi guys, I'm with Questions I Can Ask with Micah, and I'm with Sam, my first Spotify in-person post. And Sam, is there anything you want um, the listeners to know before we start? Like anything, like just like an introduction of course. Like I know Sam from my ministry that we have at church Hope Here, Desire, where we talk about addiction and like recovery, and we'll get into this. But um, Sam, why don't you like give us a little introduction?
1: Yeah, well, um, again, yeah, my name is Sam and uh should i say my last name too whatever you want whatever you want yeah i mean yeah well it's sam Eberhart, and i've been involved with pure desire ministry for about 11 years wow yeah and um yeah i i uh grew up here in southern california i grew up in a church like a lot of people do yeah know? um And, uh, yeah, I had a pretty good life, had a good life, um, but, uh, I was found out later on that, um, I actually had addiction, an addiction, and I, I just figured it was a bad habit that I couldn't quit or something like that, but it turned out I discovered I had an addiction, and so, um, I, uh, my pastor helped me, um, figure that out and get involved in new addiction recovery program and so that's when I started with pure desire and um, yeah and now you know almost eight years after uh, getting free of that addiction I'm now uh, helping other men and and along with my wife helping other couples and families just navigate the healing process through addiction and through all the the mess that yeah. addiction addictive behaviors brings you know and how, how it just negatively impacts tr- relationships with people and families and so we're kind of um involved in, in helping others get freedom from all the entanglements and and the messiness of of this you know of addictive behaviors you know
0: so i we'll have the, be clear well you know yeah you can get
1: addicted to a lot of different yeah so so yeah that's a good question what was my addiction and also my addiction yeah my addiction was pornography pornography pornographic lust um, masturbation um it was just the high that i would get from watching porn masturbating and um that became my drug or my way of coping basically with the, the stresses of life. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, it was sort of my, the way I medicated my anxiety and my, my pain and my yeah. fear. And it seemed to, um, it seemed to provide some relief yeah. for a short time. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, very yeah. quickly, you know, you, you feel shame and you realize you're just as empty yep. and if not more anxious yep. than you were before so it's it's not a very good yep. very good long-term yeah. fix and it's it's uh ultimately in my life addiction is really super yeah. destructive you yeah. know so
0: hill yeah. harry mm-hmm. um hello how did your addiction start Do you remember like the yeah. first time or like the whole thought oh, surrounding yeah. that like for me, well, I'll just talk a little bit. Mine I was in high school, finding the people magazine, and they're just learning swimsuits, and it just went from all the way to like, oh, what do they look like on the internet with swimsuits? What do they look like without swimsuits? And like just, so how, how did your stories start? I yeah. like you did most of the hockey, but yeah, how, what was that like?
1: Yeah, it, it started. Well, what era are you, your era? Well, I grew up in the 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah, I grew up yeah, in the 70s. the 70s. I was a kid in the 70s, yeah. and we didn't have, you know, internet yeah, back then. Definitely. But we had magazines. Yeah. You know, we had Playboy yeah, and, and yeah. Cosmopolitan. Yeah, and, definitely. You know, stuff I remember like all that, that. That we could find in different places. Um, but I found out that my mind, my brain was pretty good at conjuring up images yeah. and fantasies. Yeah. And uh, actually, before I got into porn, you know, junior high, okay. age, you know, um, and discovered masturbation about that same time. Uh, but before then, though, I was I was really um, used to daydreaming, yeah. used to fantasizing. Yeah, and so um, I was really known um, as a kid that that was pretty distractible. Oh, okay. And very okay. caught up in fantasy, like yeah. I just was daydreaming all the time, you know. Yeah. And I had a hard time doing my homework, so I was already a really good. really good at fantasy (laughs) yeah yeah and so when when uh you know after adolescence and learning about masturbation learning about porn and and when my fantasy became sexualized it was just taking that fantasy in a different direction and um so yeah that's that's when it started for me but i kind of you know had some practice i felt like i already had some practice before it was just became sexualized later
0: on Um. And what made you, like, when would your, like, come to a moment? When, like, mm. oh, I need to change. Or maybe wow. you've already changed a lot. Or maybe you trying changing, and then you yeah. have like, a real change. I, I, that's really interesting because, yeah, for so
1: many years, I I would just tell myself, you know what? This is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stop, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I figured that was... I had a lot of come to Jesus moments where I'm like, darn it, I hate this, this is stupid, this is insane, I'm gonna stop, you know? But um, I had a lot of those moments, but it wasn't until like decades later. Really? Talking about like, when I was like, gosh, you know, in my 40s, you know? That I thought, you know what? I've tried really hard to stop this thing, and I've told myself a million times, i'm not going to do this again this is destructive this is not healthy i don't want to be the. yeah i won't don't want to do this but i still go back and back to to it and it's just so that's when um, i came to my pastor and i i told them that look i am i'm tired of this cycle i realized it was kind of a cycle and i haven't been able to do anything to get away from it is there anything you know that i can do because all i care about is I want to get out of this cycle if there's any way possible, and, and that's when my pastor pointed me to, you know, pure desire, so the come, that was a real, another level of a come to Jesus okay. moment because that's when okay. I really started asking for help. I used to think yeah. that, oh, I can take care of this myself, yeah.
0: Yeah. and that's when I started inviting yeah. other
1: people to help me,
0: and, okay. and that, that was another um, level, yeah. Pure desire were your first experience with recovery? Period higher, yeah. Okay, and what was it like your first meeting, your very oh, first yeah. meeting? Oh yeah. What hit pastor? You Chris a lot or of another what hit another? Those are a lot one, of really sorry. great
1: questions. What hit pastor Hirsch, or what hit how long Yeah, no, it was wasn't any our pastors. Um, yeah, they, they weren't involved
0: in it. No, um, but I mean like I mean like what hit a pa- what pastor what hit that whole new the gathering? Oh yeah, pastor. Him, yeah, him pastor Scott. Oh yeah, Scott, yeah, 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 okay. pastor Scott. Yeah,
1: and they had a small group going. Yeah, I remember and, that. Yeah. Uh, so I joined and my first thought was, because these guys were pretty honest with each yeah, other yeah. And, and we're all kind of different. And yeah. my first thought was, I'm really, I'm not as bad as these guys. Yeah. You know, I'm not, yeah. I don't think I have, Yeah. I don't really have a problem compared to these guys. Yeah. These guys really are bad off and I feel like, uh, I'm not, you know, maybe this group isn't for me because these guys are really, sick you know (laughs) yeah but um you know I was wrong I I really did belong there yeah you just my first thought was like you're saying is um, yeah I didn't I I didn't know if that was if it was really for me or if it was gonna I didn't see how in the world it was gonna work and so um, yeah I I wasn't convinced at all that it was, yeah, it was going to be what I needed. You know that took time. Definitely.
0: Yeah, how um, so, uh what works if you're someone who's like I'm into this? Yeah. How do I get out? What, what should they do? Yeah. Well, the
1: the first thing is to ask for help. Yeah. And and I think it's important for everyone to know that no matter what kind of addiction they have, yeah. No matter what kind of cycle that they find themselves in where they keep going back to self some self-destructive unhealthy thing action or activity or um there's hope there's hope to get out of that it doesn't have to you don't have to stay that in that place and so the first thing is to know that there's hope and there's resources there's really great resources out there for me my particular you know sexual addiction issues um i found a group of people that were very similar to me that's had yeah. very similar yeah. struggles, and that really um, helped me get a lot of encouragement and so I would say, number one, recognize that you know you're at a place that you don't want you're in a unhealthy place yeah. and you there's something broken there, and then cry out for help, get in, get into a group and um, and then trust the process of that recovery group because a lot of the groups that i've seen out there we all have very similar processes definitely know? and like a whether you're talking about AA, SA. yeah yeah you know pure desire um celebrate recovery yeah you know, there's yeah every man's battle there's a lot yeah. of recovery groups and they all have very similar principles and if you follow those principles and you follow along and join a community like that and commit to it it will um, it will make a, a huge difference in
0: your life. And what is the process? Process.
1: Yeah, it's it's a process of understanding, and this takes time. But it's um, being honest with yourself yeah, yeah. and um, really understanding what was what's under the surface. You know, yeah. why in the world? What is it that you feel like you're getting from this act yeah, activity yeah, that yeah, is is yeah. unhealthy? What yeah. is it that you're you're feeling you're getting out of that yeah. and why why is that helpful for example it might be um, there's something under the surface so it's discovering what's under the surface like for me discovering um, the fears fears that I had because of childhood experiences and yeah. being abandoned yeah you know emotionally yeah. abandoned and feeling like um, I was on my own it brought a lot of fear um, and it drove me to isolation because of a fear of people yeah. and fear of new experiences, fear of basically life in general. Yeah. And um, so the process is understanding where those fears and anxieties are, are rooted and then understanding... Um, what kind of healthy ways do we have to what other what healthy options yeah. are there are there in responding yeah. to those fears yeah. and of course in in our belief system with the bible you know believing the bible is god's word we find our truth there we find yeah. that uh, god is the one that satisfies those those desires that we have yeah. you know and he's he's the one that is the the one that is able to provide a solution that lasts yeah definitely yeah, no, so, a, a lasting a lasting you know solution yeah. and and uh, I can tell you just based on my experience it's it's true um I I had never before been able to find a lasting solution and by god's grace i yeah i found that and so but it, it takes time there's a lot yeah. of discovery yeah of our you know and a lot of, it takes a lot of courage to meet with other people yeah and definitely. to share that and to discover where our brokenness yeah. is, brokenness um, is yeah know? definitely
0: yeah yeah a yeah. so, um so what's hell about so what is porn What's us about today what's the fine thing what is porn what is yeah. masturbation what is well fashion?
1: that's good question so um in our groups we um we kind of define the goal and yeah, the we goal. define like what sobriety is Sobriety, yeah good words and so this is like this is pretty earth-shaking like in our culture yeah, today yeah. but we believe that um sex yeah yeah is only uh, that you know we, yep. we believe the bible teaches yep, that yep. sex is is only between uh, a man and woman yep. And that it's reserved for a marriage yeah, relationship, yeah. a marriage kind of covenant relationship yeah. between a man and yeah. his wife, and and any sex outside of that union, that relationship is is not healthy or yeah, it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, and um, so our definition of sobriety is avoiding is avoiding those um, expressions of our sexuality yeah. in ways. That are outside of that relationship between a man and a woman so okay now that includes
0: yeah everything outside um, of that you know mas- yep, mas- yep. you know
1: sex with self yeah uh, not it anything. even um, excludes lust you know yep. and which is in our, in our mind so Lush-ish. it sets up really I mean everything uh, I honestly when I started in this started yeah. in the group when I first started yeah. I thought I I really thought it was impossible. Yeah. I thought that that's an impossible standard. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, it 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 is. It, it turns is. out it is it impossible. Is. Um You're gonna mess and up. uh we're we don't have the power to to do it, to yeah. live that way. But by God's grace He did. Yeah. He did. Um and uh to me that's that's the amazing, the miracle of recovery groups like this yeah. is to be able to, you know, live outside of yeah. our own yeah. limitations yeah. and and achieve something that we yeah. could never achieve on our own. Yeah, than on your own. Yeah, so um, um, yeah, yeah. So it starts with the definition of what sobriety is, and, and that, and then by faith we walk towards
0: yeah. towards that yeah. hope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Um, you know that good. Um, so what about like the culture in porn, like how do you see that, or sexual, Se- or culture is very sexualized, right, you would yeah. say that? Yeah. So like, why is that? And where do you see it going? Yeah. And then i will ask about the church in yeah. the church has only hang on it, right? But um, let's talk about the culture first.
1: Yeah, well, um, culture first, We want
0: to talk about yeah, that. the culture
1: and Our, in um, and our culture, much. it's interesting. The church is one aspect of our culture, but
0: yeah, that's
1: true, too. um I find in the church there's a huge amount of shame.
0: Yeah, a, lot a, sh- of shame. a
1: huge amount of like, kind of like condemnation. Yeah, like, You yeah. know, like a, yep, if yep. you're, if you're, um, you know, caught yep, in some caught sort of shame, uh, yep. a sexual sin sexual or shame, yeah. you know an affair yeah, or affair. or caught masturbating yep, yep. or caught uh, watching porn yeah. on the internet or whatever. A lot of those things result in unfortunately people get kind of like yeah, ex-communicated. Yeah, excommunicated or people, people get shunned, yeah, oh. people get kicked out of churches, yeah, yeah, all people the time. lose their jobs, Yeah, you lose your job. You know, staff, church staff, yeah, sure,
0: um,
1: but it's not that different from even our, um, even our, uh, secular workplaces, yeah, the
0: secular shame even,
1: even there's a lot of shame there too, yeah. um, that people don't want to really talk about, yeah. um, any issues that they might have, in in a sexual way and so there's just a lot of shame in our in our culture over this subject and it, what it does is it it keeps people from even asking for help yeah, yeah for they, even revealing that they yeah, have yeah, a problem yeah and so it's sad but there are uh they've had a lot of statistic, statistics out there josh mcdowell oh yeah has invested a lot of his yeah. finances and a lot of um funds yeah yeah towards Find now what the yeah, statistics yeah, are. I run though, yeah. And he's discovered that, I mean, the sexual brokenness and what we're talking about, uh, you know, pornography yeah. and addiction yeah. to porn and all that, it's it's, it might be even more prevalent in really church quarters Wait, really? than it is in the secular society. I wonder why. Well, Maybe the
0: church is smaller
1: too. Well, but I think a lot of it has to do with how can you ask for help? how sure can sure. you be yeah. honest about it if you're going if you're fearing so there
0: might be even more and they're not reporting it and it sure doesn't be all holy and stuff yeah but i get it
1: it's it's super sense, it's actually. been pushed super underground yeah. Yeah. and secret know. yeah and it's um it's it's very difficult for anybody to have a conversation about yeah. sex in the church yeah yeah you know, it really is in a church community it's like that and so um the problem doesn't just go away it just it just festers yeah. in a secret way and then it builds there's more shame. Yeah. And it just becomes um a progressively worse situation, yeah. You know? Yeah. So um yeah, it's not uh that's the biggest challenge in the church on yeah. this issue right now is getting yeah. people to admit, admit that it's yeah. an issue. You
0: know? But do you think um, like we do admit, but you think in the culture here they're ashamed, but they're all hell right? They're right? Like, yeah. Pride Month was happening and stuff. That's something else. But yeah. just, like, they celebrate, like, there will be a reality show. And, like, on the Internet, we brag about, oh, I'm following this girl. Or I, like, watching her events. So, like, there's also not Pride, right? There is Pride. There's also not shame, right? There's also Pride. Yeah. Hell, so can you speak about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, well, um, like the to me, I think of the Pride as as really, like you said, being a root at it. It's a pride I'm yeah. saying that, you know what? I am strong enough... To handle myself I'm strong enough to handle anything that that I can face any problem I have I'm I got it covered you know I I got this Um, it's there's arrogance in that and uh, I there's a scripture in the Bible that I like it says uh, if anyone uh, you know take we should I think it says anyone should take heed lest he fall or ta- anyone who thinks yeah, yeah, he stands yeah, yeah. Yeah, take yeah. heed lest he yeah, fall yeah, and yeah. it's this idea of you know if we think we're strong enough to stand on our own yeah. and and to withstand all the the woundedness of our world and and ourselves yeah. and our addictions and if we're if we're arrogant enough to think that we can handle that yeah. ourselves we're we're wrong
0: okay yeah and, you're right uh,
1: and so that arrogance is, I, I can do this on my own. I don't need to ask for help. Yep, yep. And I don't need anybody else's help. I yep. can do this alone. Yep. And that, that's a
0: killer. Yeah, yeah definitely. Sure, I just don't want to hold this the whole time. Um, so let's go back to shame. So, what have been the real world consequences of this? Because a lot of the time it seems like you're just saying guilt, which is good, which is, well, guilt is bad, but like, what have actually happened? Like, people have gone to jail, right? Have you met people who have gone to jail for this addiction? Or it lend them to, like other stuff. Have you met people personally? You're not really like that, you hear about it in the news and stuff. But. That went from one diction to another edition. Yeah, and it lends them to shale, like you know, like child pornography or like they stole something or like they lost their job. Like what are oh. the real world con- that's a better way. What are the real world consequences of this? Yeah. I just feel guilty, which is a big one.
1: Well, for me, um, one of the exercises that we do in, in our group is um, we talk about the cost of the addiction yeah, and the that's cost. what you're talking about. Yeah. The cost of it. Yeah. Well, the addiction steals away our, a, a lot of our attention. Not hilly, Yeah. And it's our attention to maybe detail attention, yeah, yeah, which uh, yeah. affects our work. Yeah. It, it affects, um, gosh, you know, if you're on the internet, <laughs> you know, all yeah. through the, the morning, yeah. all through the night, you're going to be tired. Yeah, you, you will be. You're not going to be as alert. Yep. Yeah. And so there's, um, I think the addiction really affects our performance, our work performance, and affects our relationships with people. Because when we're filled with shame uh, and disgust with ourselves, we tend to isolate, and that affects uh, uh, the, yeah. our intimacy and our relationship yeah, with other yeah, people. Yeah, definitely. So, the, just it affects the whole quality of life. Yeah. It translates into actual dollars, though, too. Yeah, dollars. Because, How much um, is spend on you it. figure that uh, some people spend a lot yeah, of money, yeah. you know, on, yeah. on you know, like sexual Like club, hair like
0: massage, yeah. like they a lot, or like his, well, I mean, yeah. his spending money on the internet, too, right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're losing your time on the internet where you could be, like, yeah. giving others, yeah, I but... Yeah there's, yeah,
1: there's actual money spent, and then the there's actual? money that... You didn't realize because you weren't available you weren't available to work yeah you weren't, you weren't uh, your performance was hindered so much you you weren't um ready for that promotion that yeah. you could have gotten yep, yep and you weren't ready for the you know particular opportunity that came by yeah. that you missed yeah. because you were so distracted by your own yeah, addiction yeah. and yes yeah, definitely um, you talk about divorces. Yeah. A lot of divorces yeah, a happen lot. because of addiction. A lot. Think of the cost of, a, of that. Um, you know, yeah, the cost huge. of an
0: abortion. is huge. Yeah.
1: And so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of tangible and intangible cost to it. And it's huge. Definitely, It's, it's a um, huge cost.
0: And so what's the biggest thing you think you wash from your addiction? Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably regain most of it, but like, what, what do you think you watch? Mm-hmm. the most? Well, in my woundedness. Yeah. Um, it
1: hurt relationships. Yeah. I got married like probably later than a lot of my friends. Oh, okay. okay. I, I had good, I had potentially good relationships early on yeah. that I just, I just wasn't, I was, I was so, um, consumed with mm. my own lust yeah, yeah. that I, I couldn't have a relationship yeah. and I, and I felt so much shame that I didn't even want to have a kid.
0: Wow.
1: I didn't want to I didn't want to have anybody that looked yeah. like me or was yeah, like yeah. me. And, and like so um me. I wasn't able to have a relationship yeah. with the uh, I, and I wasn't capable of of being a dad, you know. Yeah. And uh and I think I lost that. Okay. I I lost um but you know God
0: you know, yeah. restored
1: a lot of that, but Here but I, I wanna... did I did lose a lot of what could have been earlier no, on because I just really. wasn't able to have relationships with no. women. I wasn't able to be, um, you know, yeah. unselfish. unselfish. And I was I was so full of shame that yeah. I couldn't even, I, it scared me to think that there would be a person yeah. like me. I, I mean, really. that's pretty sad, you know? Yeah. I mean, that I didn't, I didn't feel worthy to even be a dad, you know? And um so you know that that affected my life quite a bit yeah. um I think professionally, um just the the time spent, you know, and lusting and yeah. this time th- that distraction probably cost me, oh, maybe. Uh, maybe a, maybe a job or so, maybe really? a promotion. It's, it's oh, hard really? to say. Um, but I, I just know that since I've been, you know, recovered, yeah. I have had the most success in every great. aspect of my That's life than I've ever had. Great. And so I don't know what could have been, yeah. but based on what I have now, since I've yeah. got my sobriety, yeah. it's, it's huge. I'm, you think, i i don't think that's a coincidence i think it's directly right. related to my recovery
0: so you think is related, your is related to your recovery you would be where you are without your recovery
1: yeah it's okay. like the difference like in in hebrews there's a verse that talks about um the weight of sin yeah yeah and that so clings to us so closely yeah, and i think yeah. of if you think like of us as athletes, yeah, you know, there's only so much we could do with all yeah, this, yeah. all these ropes yeah. around us, and yeah. all this weight weighing yeah. us down. Yeah. It's going to hinder our performance. Yeah, definitely. And I think porn addiction, like mm, in my life, yeah. was a great hindrance. It was. Okay. It held me back tremendously in every phase, every aspect of my life. Yeah.
0: Um, no, that, it didn't wound me, but luckily because of God's grace, you were able to um, kind of get it all back and more. You mean more? Yeah, that's amazing, like
1: Micah. That is pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah, all getting all that. Back. Um, here's how God's brought it back. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, um, in my life, with my my wife's been married before. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So I him that. Well, she's had kids. Yeah. so. My, um, my, the relationships with my stepkids has become like, they're my own kids oh, and they amazing. call me dad. That's right. That's right. Or, they or call grandpa. they grandpa.
0: Yeah, yeah. and, wow. and
1: I, I've been able to express my love to them yeah, awesome. a lot easier and develop those relationships. Yeah. And so it's like, even though I don't have any kids of my own, yeah. I feel like God's blessed me with, yeah. with them. The family, and, yeah. Um, a relationship with them is, Um, is huge. Um, and, um, professionally, uh, I've, I'm, I don't want to sound like it's all about
0: cash or money, I'm
1: making more money than I've ever made in my life.
0: Really? Any, any time. Wow. And I have more responsibility than I've ever had. Really?
1: And, uh, you know, there's, yeah and it's you know what else uh, I feel like my relationship in serving other people yeah, is grown in ministry. because yeah, you know we got the Pure whole, Desire yeah, Ministry yeah. but we also and have woman's like, one. we have other there's other aspects where um, of my life where we're able I'm able to uh, yeah. share my life with others you know like yeah discipleship groups and stuff okay. like that and there's just so much that's flourishing you yeah know? that's and, great and um, there's a I I just feel like I'm I've been unleashed you know? Right, that's
0: right. and so uh, yeah. yeah so I don't want to push back on you well I'm not really pushing back so what if you want to do all these great things but you're held back by porn can God show you to you yeah well you only know, uh, get sober first and like do all these great things obviously you want to be a pastor you might want to be a little sober but
1: um, oh yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, God yeah can God. definitely yeah. use you and God does yeah um, I have, uh, you
1: know, through all that time of my addiction, yeah. I look back and I like, see God's faithfulness yeah, and, and and His mercy and yeah. loving kindness yeah. in so many ways. Um, it's interesting that there's—I was in uh, in music ministry and I wrote oh, songs. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, songs. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And there are songs that I wrote in my addiction oh, yeah. that are coming back now, and I am like God. That the songs make more.
0: Make more sense. Kind change. of more sense Yeah, so. no, okay. And,
1: um, but, uh, but, yeah, definitely God was able to work through yeah. those, those times. Yeah. Um, and, and he was merciful and patient with me. Yeah. Through many, many years. Yeah. And uh, that's just, yeah, that, that's um, how it was. Right. Yeah, I think I wouldn't, uh, if people have addictions and stuff, yeah. I wouldn't discourage them yeah. from
0: helping know, doing leading. the best they can yeah. to be involved yeah being
1: involved. Um, yeah. but uh if if they can be involved in in a recovery group, yeah in, involved that's in recovery. just going to unleash them even more yeah. and it's yeah. going to give them more joy more confidence more influence you know and more influence. impact
0: impact yeah. yeah um so how did you appear to hire start and tell me a little bit about hen roberts now that, um I can tell
1: you a little about it, a bit about just what I've heard, but um Ted Roberts was a Vietnam vet. Yeah, yeah. He had multiple um stepdads that,
0: yeah, that yeah. were physically abusive yeah, they to were. him.
1: So um Ted Roberts um he was a fighter pilot yeah. in Vietnam. Yep. So this dude was uh a a badass, yeah, you know, as we man would say man. In, yeah, in, our, man in our man. culture. Yeah. You know. Um he was a he was a strong man strong right? man yeah but he um discovered he was actually um completely powerless and weak
0: <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> you know um
1: his addiction actually kicked his butt big time yeah he said he was a rageaholic a yeah. sexaholic he was completely yeah, out of yeah, control yeah, yep, yep. and god brought him to a place of humbling himself yeah. and allowing himself to get into recovery and then when he did god took all those areas of woundedness and turn them into a testimony, turn them into an opportunity right.
0: to encourage others who yeah. maybe had similar situations. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So what other books we recommend? Like Man Bagel or well, like um, Doug Weiss or um, all the Yeah. Way. Well,
1: right now the book that I'm really high on yeah. is called Thrive.
0: Oh, okay.
1: By Josh McDowell oh, yeah. and Ben Bennett. Ben, I'll
0: never read yeah. Ben
1: Bennett. Um, it's an incredible book. I'm, okay. I'm actually reading it for the second time now because oh. I'm going back through it and highlighting yeah, yeah, yeah. and underlining and yeah. taking notes. And It's a really great, uh, really great book. You. It talks about everything we're talking about. Um, yeah. And um, they frame it around the idea of of unmet Desires. Yeah. And uh, these are desires that, that God put in our heart that are unmet because we're trying to fill them with uh, things that will never yeah. fill that yeah. gap, you know, where God is meant to provide, yeah. you know, for those desires. Yeah. Um, but it ta- the book talks about how we turn to other things to try to satisfy and fill those holes, and it doesn't work. Definitely. And it results in all kinds of issues and addictions and so the book helps you identify those areas those unmet desires that you have and how to find the answer or the fulfillment of those desires in christ yeah and uh, it's it's a great book and uh, I yeah I really like it because it also um, relates to everybody it doesn't talk just about sex addiction but all kinds of of, you know, addictions and it has a lot of illustrations about, um, with examples from other people. Yeah. And, uh, so I think it's kind of like more relevant to probably a wider group of people yeah. than, than, you know, a sex addiction yeah, type. About, um, that yeah. So yeah. it, it, uh, I, I really think it's, it's excellent. Okay. And it was
0: called? That one's called Thrive. Thrive yeah. by Ben Bennett, Josh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. right yeah Um, okay Um, okay so So, yeah we're doing good Um, so like going back earlier what were your unmet unmet needs when you were younger that led you to like Mm. go up porn like for me it was isolation not being vulnerable with people loneliness um, anger or not getting what I wanted so what about you
1: yeah for me it was um, you know Feeling like I, my unmet need was, uh, had to do with co- my confidence in who I was. I, um, I left feeling like I was defective, there was something uh, wrong with me, yeah. that I couldn't trust myself, yeah. that I was one step away from hurting somebody mm. or hurting myself. Mm. Um, my parents were, um, my dad was really emotionally huh. distant from me and at the really? same time my mom was super overprotective.
0: Really like, oh,
1: yeah, so wow. I, it was sort of like my mom they were afraid of me really doing a whole lot on yeah, my own because yeah, afraid dad, I was going to yeah, get hurt, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then uh my dad really um wasn't very capable at at really listening to me, so um, I grew up afraid of, of oh. life. Now. Are you still alive? No. Okay.
0: When did he pass? Oh, in like 2006. Oh wow, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem
1: that long, though. But I uh... mean, you
0: ever like reconciled or kind of like? Kinda like uh...
1: Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, thing. Like Well, anger. I did go through. Um, that's a process right now yeah. because I definitely there's anger there and resentment. Yeah, anger. Yeah. Um, so I've done you know, you mentioned a guy named uh, Doug Weiss. Yeah, Doug Weiss. And in Doug Weiss's program called Warpath, Warpath. he talks about addressing resentment. And so I've done some exercises there to try to get rid of that, the toxicity of that resentment. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And so that's not holding me back. So yeah, that's a process though, right now. Um, There is still some resentment there. But um, yeah, I feel like I lacked Having uh, another man, yeah, um, yeah, sort of show his confidence in me, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up very much questioning my own abilities, right, and my and uh, sort of shying away and and fearing the unknown, or fearing trying new things, or taking chances, or um, you know, just I just grew up very fearful, and I think. You know, that's one of the casualties of of my woundedness
0: yeah hmm. so. um he knocking like not really like um he'll he'll how did you how do you become how did you get confidence in your health how did God help that
1: yeah I think in our groups in the relationships that we have we um, we share those thoughts yeah and and our brothers that uh, we use God's word and we use here's an example what we do is we can we help speak into each other's lives speaks God's truth and so like I might say guys you know my um, my supervisor at work was really yelled at me you know this morning and he was really upset and he he told me that there was you know something wrong with me or said something like what's wrong with you Mm -hmm. and I I was feeling a lot of shame and I was feeling stupid and dumb yeah. and like a failure. Yeah. And I so I share my feelings and how I felt and the guys come back and say, Well, Sam, you're not a failure. You're you're very capable and you have a lot to offer, don't yeah. don't believe that, it's, yeah. it's a lie. Yeah. And maybe even my supervisor didn't want me to think that, but it was what I thought, it was yeah. how I processed yeah. Yeah. that interaction. And so um, I'm learning how to think differently. She'll so think
0: differently, not assuming think. that you hang it out to get you and yeah. let like your process
1: it yeah. out. And... Learning how so, to think um, differently about myself. Wow, yeah. we
0: were already done 40 minutes. Um, okay. I only have a few more questions. Sure. Um, how long can you go or? actually? How long can you go? Yeah, how long? How do you? How long do you want to keep going? Oh, in recovery? Oh. No, no, I mean like for the conversation. Oh, for this kind. Con- um, they don't want to fifteen minutes Fifteen more minutes. Yeah. Okay. What about women? Like, how do you how do you navigate? Like, how do women re- receive recovery? Same way. Yeah. Yeah, same
1: way. Um, you know, my wife runs groups for women. Yeah. Women have, uh, you know, a lot of the same issues that guys have with pornography yeah. and, and, you know, love addiction, sex addiction, they, they struggle with the same things, only there's a greater amount of shame, greater? Okay. because, you know, they really think, well, you know, it's a guy problem. And yeah. and if it's there's something got to be wrong with the woman, woman, yeah. if she struggles with a similar thing, yeah. and it's yeah. it's not that way. It's, it's, uh, you know, those we're all in the same boat. You know? yeah, we're all yeah. wounded, and, and there's, but there's a lot of shame in really, um, coming out and expressing for women especially that they have. Yeah. You know, and um, are the there sorry, I not
0: um, yeah, he so little more shame. Um, okay. so I have like three more. Points. My first one is help. So if they need help, what should they do? If someone yeah. need help, where should they go? Here, wanna be helped? what should they do? Yeah.
1: Well, if it's if it's a sex
0: related concern, yeah.
1: then pure desire is a great resource. And so they They're can go to Pure Held? Desire. Yeah. They can actually look in uh, Pure Desire is a map. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, their location. Yeah, and yeah. They can locate pure the closest detire. group yeah, near group. them. But yeah. the group for women is called Betrayal and Betrayal
0: and Beyond. And okay. There are, remember there's that, other people.
1: women's groups too. There's some studies are um Based on the woman's needs, there's yeah. different, okay. different studies, okay. but okay. Betrayal and Beyond is one yeah. women's group. There's another, I think, called, uh, I can't remember what it's called, Unraveled. I think Unraveled. Unraveled. Okay.
0: Unraveled. But, um,
1: you know, and then a lot of women just need support because yeah. they, their husband yeah. is maybe um, they're feeling betrayal because of what their husband did and they're having a hard time. It's triggering their own woundedness and they need support. And yeah. so, um, these groups really help the women to get the healing and support yeah. that they need. Yeah, and it also gives them a greater understanding of the recovery process that maybe their husbands going yeah. through.
0: So um, yeah, it's it's a huge. huge um. And, uh, how so how long the recovery take? Yeah. Like who like, how long does it take? Wow, well, the classic.
1: Now? you know, in pure desire, kind of the classic saying is two to five years yeah. Yeah. of yeah. of really doing yeah. the, work, of the doing, work, doing the work, you the know, work. doing the homework, um, you know, having, uh, you know, going to group, having a check-in partner, check in partner, you know, doing, doing the uh, actual work of recovery, you know, just saying you're a member of a recovery yeah. group is it doesn't have a magical sort of effect. Okay. Okay. You have to be okay. committed and a committed participant in that and with that then it takes usually two to five years yeah. for my personal i was closer to two years oh great in my
0: recovery okay.
1: So, okay uh before i got yeah, yeah you know my sobriety date was
0: yeah one uh, year well, sobriety approximately,
1: um it'll be it'll be nine it'll be no eight wow. years in uh september that's great eight years yeah. sobriety. so um two years it took me a couple years to before my sobriety okay. date started. Um, um, so, uh, but the other, the other thing I wanted to say is, um, I, I think when we are filled with hope, when, when God has helped us to get untangled yeah. and get yeah. free of addiction, yeah. I think it's almost, um, I don't know, it's usually a natural thing for somebody to want to share their hope yeah. with other people yeah. you know so you're going to want to you're going to want to share that hope with others yeah. you know and and you're going to want to you know we're always there's a, until we're taken to, to be with the lord you know we're always going to have growth so yeah. i think i i've been through the seven pillars book you know with pure desire you know many times really and I'm still getting a lot out of it. So wow. I, I think there's always um, something to learn. It's like the, they say the layers of an onion. Yeah. You can always, there's yeah. always another layer, layer yeah. to peel off. So there's wow. always growth for us. And um, it's, I don't really see it as being a, of, uh, you know, a process that you do and then you're done with it for the yeah. rest of your life. I think it's an ongoing process. And um, I think that's good because part of that is the process of sharing our hope and helping others out and that's
0: part of recovery too So okay. I think that for sure. can go on so for life a lifelong struggle or lifelong life struggle
1: and uh, lifelong
0: vision yeah. or yeah. Um, opportunity for yeah. serving others okay yeah. I have a similar be we'll mm-hmm. thank you so much I really appreciate it um how so many someone wants to look at porn like, right now or masturbated? what will you tell them did they call you. What will you? What will you tell them? I yeah. call you right now. I would say, yeah, call somebody. Yeah, call him. One. And it's also um,
1: the way lust works. It's like once that gets started, once you allow lust to get um, yeah. fixated in your mind for a while, yeah. it's it's almost impossible to get get yeah. rid of that. You know. Yeah. Um, so the key is. You know, when you're feeling, yeah, um, like you want to go to porn or you want to lust, it's a it's a good deal, a good thing to call that. You know, to make yeah. call your accountability partner. Um, and it's a good idea to try to think of something else, to try to change your yeah. mind. You know, to to think of something else, to maybe even do a different activity. Yeah, um, but to, in a way, run away. Yeah. Run away from that lustful thought yeah. as soon as possible. And run away. Okay. The, the sooner you can run away from it, um, the the better your chances are from okay. having it pull you you know, yeah. pull you know pull back,
0: and okay. pull you into. But ultimately, you know, it's a God thing. It's not of our work. Yeah. Or it is our work. But how could God, last question, how God play into it? Is it our work or is it his work? It's or like both? definitely a God's work. Yeah, God' work. And God
1: is the one that provides the way of escape yeah. from our yeah. from our lust. Yeah. And He provides us with those things, the other those options, the healthy options, options. healthy options. So it's not like we're we have no other options. God yeah. gives us the options yeah. and He shows us, you know, those things that are healthy, you know, and by His grace He leads us to those healthy things and over time He helps our brains, if yeah. we've gotten addicted, yeah. he helps them yeah. develop new neural connections so that right. we're not on this sort of autopilot yeah. that just yeah. draws yeah. us yeah. in. You know, yeah. where we, you know, we're all—it's almost like we have no, no sand. Yeah, yeah. Gradually, you know, we get more. Our minds get renewed, and we're we're able to to make. You know, wise decisions earlier on, so we don't get Just stop. The and, okay, okay. But one more, time, one more thing. Man. Would mm-hmm. you mind
0: praying us shout? No, not at thank all. Thank you. Now, God,
1: thank you for this podcast and for uh, the work that you're doing in Micah's life and, yes. and all of our lives. And we pray that this podcast would somehow give hope to other
0: people. Yeah.
1: yeah. To know that uh, they're not alone. Yeah. Whatever addiction, whatever area that they feel like they've been entangled with you're the answer God and you have resources available yeah so we pray that um, any of those that are struggling out there right now that listen to this podcast we pray that you'd give them the courage and the faith to step out and ask for yeah it. and may you find um, those resources and connect them to those resources yeah that will help in yeah. Jesus name we pray amen thank
0: you guys <laughs> okay bye